1: Hi everybody, it's Tuesday, September the 10th. I'm Scott with my lovely wife, Teresa, and we are ready to begin again with you.
0: This is Living It Up, and we've got a great topic for you today, no matter what you're doing, wherever you are. We don't want you to take it anymore. No more. So don't. If you've given your life to Christ, but you're still in pain, it doesn't mean you've failed in your relationship to God, so let that go. The pain and the tug of war that you feel is very real And it's not something that you have to just live with, okay? So listen to what we have to say and discover that this is a signal of something more that we want to help you with. That's awesome. It comes from Philippians 2.13.
1: And that says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him.
0: That's right. And we want to say something that pleases him and that is thank you to those of you who are supporting our online ministry those of you who've been following us on that for seven years and now with our podcast thank you for donating keeping it going and if you'd like to be a part of that go to our website at livingitup.org you'll find the donate button and it's pretty easy from there uh, with paypal and again we appreciate if god moves in your heart to uh, get behind us i mean,
1: our, our website is livingitup.org yeah yeah and you know we, we do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all so much. That's right. And you know when we think about this topic today about you know what because we you know sometimes people give their lives to Christ and if they yeah,
0: think yeah.
1: problems are over. Right. You know no mice, <laughs> no more problems. You know I mean uh, I'm saved now and so everything's going to be hunky dory. Well you know in James one two it tells us so, uh, we're going to have many trials. Okay, and so when people have trials and then, it, you know, sometimes I'll just, you know, maybe some of my buddies, you know, some friends of mine, I'll say, well, why does that surprise you? Yeah. God warned us of that because once you give your life to him, you're going to be, you know, the enemy, you know, which is the devil. Mm-hmm. You don't like it. Right. So he's going to attack you. Okay. But God's given us the power to fight. And <clears throat> one of those powers is
0: obedience. Right, and we're going to say something here that may raise a few eyebrows. You need more than salvation, okay? Mm-hmm. You need transformation. That's right. The hard work of change. And the the last thing Jesus said was to go and make disciples, okay? Yeah. And what that means is go and be discipled as well. Go and be mentored so that you can be transformed and help find the help that you need to start this journey of God working all the years and years and years and years of stuff out of you. You can get set free from a lot of stuff through your salvation experience, but from a realistic standpoint, you're going to have some things hanging on that need to be dealt with, that need to get to the root of. So you need salvation. Don't get me wrong. You're saved.
1: you got to have salvation. But you need
0: transformation beyond that okay and we want to that's what we were talking about here this is the other thing that you need and and you can't do it by yourself
1: right and that transformation with transformation Mm -hmm. comes sanctification which means just wanting to know more Mm -hmm. you know about jesus you Mm -hmm. know working on that relationship piece with you and, and, and the lord you know every day right you know
0: and we don't ever want people to think you know, once that you give your life to Christ, that everything is going to be, oh. you know, roses and hunky-dory oh. and all of that. It's going to be definitely be better.
1: And it will be for sure in eternity also. All the you time. Know? And
0: that's that's the greatest thing. But yeah. the transformation that takes place with you here on earth, and we want you to hear this, is your testimony. When other people see that in you, they're going to say, I want what you have. It's the transformation that goes on on the inside of us that leads other people that knew you before. There's no way that Scott, no way he could have, what happened?
1: That's for sure. I mean, I had many friends ask me that. What in the world happened to you, dude?
0: And and (laughs) Teresa, she she, she used to get mad a lot. There's no way. Well, it was God or or whatever your case may be. And you and God do that together; He can transform you from the inside out, like nobody can. No human being can do it, but Him.
1: That's right, and you know, and, and you're thinking, "Well, how can I lead this godly life? You know, how can I, with, with God in my life all the time and, and to guide me? You know, I mean, first thing you have to do is just tell Him, you know what, God, I don't have the power. All right. I'm totally powerless. Mm-hmm. You have to take control, All right? Because uh, when I try to do it, hey man, it it messes everything mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what he does is he provides us with the power mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit, you know, to, to 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 give us that power.
0: And you know, people people give their lives to Christ and they're and they're saved, and that desire to do certain things now can be gone, but that temptation. Can still be there, and so Mm -hmm. now it's like you have this—you have this new desire to follow Christ, but you're still like, but I'm still being pulled back here. Whereas before it was like just kind of like guilt, and you just work through it, and two, three days later you're okay again. Now you're like, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I want to follow Christ, but this back here is still pulling on me. That's the transformation part.
1: That's right, and you know the transformation part is. You know, by by reading the Bible, getting closer to God, spending time in prayer with Him, that's when that He can transform you, honey.
0: Well, that's the experience from the inside out. In the presence of God is what everybody needs. That encounter, that presence, Mm -hmm. God's presence in your life. That's when that shift, that the—it's it, just like you can't even describe it till it happens to you.
1: Well, people, you know, will ask me sometimes when I go into certain areas, you know, wherever I'm ministering or you're ministering with me, and and they'll say, you know, well, how do you know when that you're that you're saved? How do you know that Jesus is in your life? Well, you know what? You gotta ask Him to come into your life with all your heart, and once you do, you'll understand.
0: You will have peace that passes all understanding. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. And like we say, a lot say, of
0: answers to a lot of questions that you yeah. didn't have before, a lot of voids that are filled. You just know.
1: Yeah. And like we say, you're going to still have trials, but people say, well, how can you have peace during the trial or during, you know, going into that's that it, trial? That's, that's it. You know what? I can't really tell you that Mm -hmm. until you give your life to Him.
0: He's called the Prince of Peace. That's right. He is. the world's peace is absent of conflict. The peace that God gives is peace in the middle of all this conflict and the drama of the world and the chaos and the job loss and all these things we experience. That's the kind of peace that he gives. That's right. And that's what other people will see before when they saw craziness and drinking and going nuts and anger and all that is gone. And yeah. like I'm so peaceful with this because I know God is in control.
1: You know, and, and let me let me just, you know, reflect on a scripture and I've said it a couple of times in our podcast, Revelations nineteen. I mean, because when you're going through these trials and you think I just can't do it anymore, you know, and uh, well, you know what? You need to give it to a to a God, like it talks about in Revelation 19. It, it says there that Jesus comes out of the clouds with a on a white horse, with a sword coming out of his mouth and flames coming out of his eyes, because he's coming to battle for you. Yeah. Okay. And on his thigh is 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 written King of Kings, and Lord of. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Let me finish it for him. Lord of Lords. Go ahead, honey. Go ahead.
1: But you know what? He's riding down here every time you have a trial. That's why I think when I go through a trial that that's what's happening is Jesus is coming down. Just like that. And he's telling Satan, you get away from my boy right now. He's mine. I died for him. You have no right to him. He's saying the same thing for you.
0: And this is the God we want you to get to know.
1: I'm telling you, man, he is He is beautiful, he's patient, he's kind, but he's got power like you'll never, ever experience unless you ask him to come into your life.
0: John Eldridge has written a wonderful book called Beautiful Outlaw. Mm-hmm. And that is his description, those two words oh, man. of Jesus. I want to encourage everybody out there, read that book. Great book. It is amazing, amazing. The, the stories in there that are yeah. straight out of the Bible that really just describe what Jesus is really like, yeah. who is who is God walking around on earth.
1: That's exactly right. Well, you know what? We want to give you that opportunity, don't we, Teresa? Yes, we do. To stop, you know, to, 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 to realize where your power can come from.
0: So you don't have... To live like this, okay? Right. So you don't have to take it anymore.
1: That's right. And the way you can do that is by asking Jesus to come into your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you need to ask him with your heart, okay? Not just words, but through your heart, you need to ask Jesus to come into your life. So if you've never done that, or maybe you have done that and walked away, or maybe you've been in church for a long time and think you got all the answers, and for something, some, something was said in this podcast today... That you realize, you know what, I've never given my life to, really given my life to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Right now is the day. That's it. So please, if you would, pray this prayer with me and be saved.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Lord Jesus, come into my life. Lord, I know that you died on the cross, you rose on the third day to give me a new life, a new beginning. I know that you're rotting down on, out of the clouds to protect me every single day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you say, if I ask you to forgive me of my sins, because of the cross, my sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Mm-hmm. I'm a sinner. But you know what? I know my sins are now forgiven. That's right. Jesus, thank you for being my Savior.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I give my life and my heart to you.
0: That's
1: right. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, we want to know. We want to know if, if you made that decision, so please email us at info mm-hmm. We want to hear about it. We want to pray for you. We love you. Have a wonderful day. And remember, don't take it anymore. If you've given your life to Christ, but you're still in pain, and if you haven't given your life to Christ and you're in pain, it's not because God's failed you. It's that, that pain in, is the tug of war. It's inside of you. It's very real. And it's, But it's not something that you just have to live with, okay? We love you. Mm-hmm. You got salvation, but you need transformation, the hard work of change.
1: That's right. Keep working on it.
0: And we look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Until then, keep living it up.
1: Wow well, beginning again.